Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. I want to read this real quick, and it says, this is like baptism to us. Baptism does not mean when we wash our bodies clean. It means we are saved from the punishment of sin and go to God in prayer with a heart that says we are right. This can be done because Christ was raised from the dead. So baptism is not just that you're washing dirt off your body. Listen, if you jump into these waters, if you have a corn on your left foot, you're going to come out with a corn on your left foot. It's not what happens on the outside. Baptism is actually an expression, an outward expression of what God is doing on the inside of your heart. Another translation, the message translation puts it this way. It says, the waters of baptism do that for you. Not by washing away dirt from your skin, but by presenting you through Jesus' resurrection before God with a clear conscience. Jesus has the last word. Isn't that, that's that's worthy of giving God some praise when Jesus has the last word in your life. Jesus has the last word on everything and everyone from angels to armies. He's standing right alongside God and what he says goes. I just want to pray for a second before we enter this message. Heavenly Father, speak to your people today. Lord, I pray that I can preach this two-hour message in 20 minutes. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody shouts, amen and amen. Come on, give God a shout of praise one more time. Um, Some of you may not know this, but uh, when I met Lisa, I met Lisa in 2004. Can we give it up for the first lady of the house? Uh, Love her. She's an amazing woman. But I met her, and when I met Lisa in 2004, um, um, she was married to someone else. I know, you can't believe it, but we forgive her. We forgive her. She had two kids with that someone else, but we forgive her. We forgive her. So, shut your mouth. Anyhow, uh, Lisa was married to someone else, and, uh, uh, and, and what Lisa had to offer when she was married to someone else 14 years ago was friendship. And so what Lisa, I don't know if you ever received a hug from Lisa, but when Lisa hugs you, you feel like you're dying because she sucks the air out of you. But she gives the best darn hugs I've ever experienced, right? Lisa gives some bomb hugs, right? And uh, uh, Lisa, you know, she had to offer a hug and a hello, right? She's like, hey, how are you? Oh, my God, I love you. Hug, and that's it, right? Now, fast forward 14 years later, and I thank God that I have received more than a hug and a hello from Lisa. I thank God that 14 years ago, I've, had, I've discovered that Lisa Remedios has more than a hug and a kiss and a hello to offer. And you guys have experienced that hug and kiss and that hello, but I've experienced much more. Praise the name of Jesus. And... Uh, I don't know about you, but I've discovered 14 years later that, she, that Lisa is superwoman. 
This woman is amazing. And what I've discovered in 14 years is the person that I met and I encountered. It was awesome. She was great. But throughout the years, I've discovered she had so much more to offer than a hug and a hello. And so I wrote a couple of things down talking about this superwoman that I met 14 years later. And I've discovered that Lisa, whew, Lisa is the greatest friend I've ever had. That she's not just the greatest support of my dreams, she's part of my dreams. She's the life speaker to my purpose. She's the reality checker to my pride. She's the voice of worship when my heart is anxious. Lisa is the greatest example of a woman of God to my daughter. The greatest example of the kind of wife that I want my son to marry. She is the warm blanket when I'm freezing cold at night. She is the best roller coaster in my amusement park. She is the prayer warrior in our relationship when I didn't believe in our relationship. And she's the one that taught me that no matter what you go through love conquers all she is superwoman and I thank God that I've 14 years later received more than a hug and a hello and it's no wonder that in our honeymoon she looked in the mirror and she said honey all this is yours we're married the kids are in children's church we're all right and, and, and what, what am I saying through this? Because here's the beauty of it, that, that I, I thank God that I've, dis, that I've been able to receive all that Lisa has to offer in our relationship. And, and the, the beautiful thing about it is that Jesus also has more to offer than a hug and a hello. <laughs> See, when we look at our relationship with Jesus, I just don't want a hug and a hello from Jesus. I just don't want to encounter Jesus and meet Jesus and say, hello, awesome, it's nice to know you. But I want everything that Jesus has made available and offered to me. I don't want just 10% of Jesus. I don't want 20% of Jesus. I want everything that God has made available to every single person that has placed their faith in God. What does that mean? That if Jesus has healing for me, I want that. If Jesus has prosperity for me, I want that too. If Jesus has protection for me, I want that. If Jesus has eternal life for me, I want that. If Jesus has righteousness, I want that. I wonder if there's anybody in this place that wants everything that God has made available to them. If you do, you ought to give God some praise in this house and say, I want that. Woo! I don't want just the cheeseburger. I want the deluxe package. AK. I want the milkshake if the milkshake is available with almond milk because, you know, I don't, I'm veganish. Here's, here's what God wants to tell you today that he just doesn't want you to have an experience with him. He doesn't want you to just have an encounter with him. He wants to be intimate, acquainted relationships with you. And he wants more for your life than you could ever dream of. God wants to make himself completely available to you. And he doesn't want you to shortchange yourself on simply saying, well, I'm saved now and I'm going to heaven. And that's amazing. And that's great. And that's fantastic that I'm going to heaven now. No, God says, that's all you want. You just want a get out of hell free card. No, I want to give you life here on earth, a greater life than you can ever experience. I want you to have that. And part of that experience, part of that moment is God wants water baptism for your life as well. God wants you to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit as well. God wants to experience a joy that you can never even think of. God wants you to experience a peace that you can never dream of. And so our baptism today is, is not simply a tradition. 
Our baptism today is not a, a tradition that we're saying, okay, we're just going to get in the waters and, and, and this is what we do because this is what, no. Our baptism is actually receiving all that God has for us when we get into those waters. Listen, it doesn't save you, but it's an expression of what God has done in your life. It's an expression of your salvation. This ring doesn't make me married, but man, it's a symbol of my marriage. So that's what water baptism is. is it's, I'm acknowledging publicly what God has done on the inside of me. And the title to today's message is, I will rise. Someone shout, I will rise. Shout, I will rise. Because here's the truth. The moment you go under those waters and the moment you come out, listen, you're rising up with a new purpose. You're rising up with a new level of love. You're rising up with forgiveness all wrapped up on the inside of you. You're rising up on, uh, on the new life that God has for you. I will rise. And I want to give it as an acronym to talk about baptism. And the R is re repent. Someone shout repent. Now look at them mean like you are a Pentecostal preacher from 1980 and say, repent or else. Because that's how usually we heard repentance, isn't it? You better, you better, you, you, uh, Jane, you better repent wearing those door knockers. How dare you? And you, you better, listen, you better repent from your sins. And, and we've actually made repentance something that it's not. And we think repentance is, is it's so much about leaving the sin behind or, or, or just uh, turning away from sins. Repentance is not just turning away from sin. Repentance is actually more about turning towards God. Did you know that? I bet you didn't know that. Well, I, I don't, don't repent is turning. No, it is turning away from sin, but it's actually more about who you're turning to than what you're turning from. See, see when I think about repentance, it's not how uncomfortable I am with my sin that makes me turn to God. It's how good God is that makes me uncomfortable with my sin. I'm preaching to some. Let me try this side over here. Repentance. <laughs> Repentance. I want to give you the scripture. Look what Acts chapter 2 verse 3, uh, 37 says. It says, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and, 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 uh, and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said to them, repent and let everyone of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you sh shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Well, guess what? If I need to repent, then what is it that's going to lead me to repentance? Listen to what's going to lead every single person to repentance. What does it mean? It means a 180. It means that I was facing away from God and repentance is actually making a 180 and say, I'm going to run to God. It means I'm going to face God. I'm no longer going to walk the way of life that I used to live. I'm going to walk towards God. And people say, well, how do I repent? Well, it's God. God's goodness that actually will lead you to repentance. You know that it's not God's wrath, it's not God's bow bow, it's not God's wrath and anger that's going to lead people to repentance. It's actually God's goodness that will lead all men to repentance. Romans chapter 2 verse 4 says it. It says, his kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. That word repentance in the original Greek is a word called metania, which means a change of mind. In other words, you can think now again of your new life because of what God has done in you. Because of God's kindness, because of God's goodness, because of God's forgiveness, now I turn towards him. <laughs> the second thing I want to give you today is, is I, is I identify with Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I've identified with some things that I shouldn't have identified with. You, you, you know what, I, like, 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 
the other day we were playing basketball with Dyron and we were out in Mariners Harbor and, and a young man comes up to me. He goes, yo, you Raul's brother? And I like, like that's a tricky question for me. <laughs> because depending on who's asking that question, I could either become his best friend or he could shoot me. Because he's like, yo, you Raul's brother? I'm like, who's asking? I remember one time this guy asked me, yo, yo, he's like DMX. He's like, he rolled up on me. He's like, hey, yo, stay out the dark. Because if I catch you when the sun is down. Anyway, he said, he said, he said, yo, you Raul's brother? And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, why did you say so, son? I thought you were grilling me. I thought you were staring at me. And I was like, whew, but there's been times that I've said I'm Raul's brother and I got jumped. So I'm just saying, it's a tricky question for me. So I'm in Mariners Harbor and this guy's like, yo, you Raul's brother? I was like, yeah. I said, like, I think, but he was a little, he was small, so I wasn't that scared. So I was like, <laughs> Darren knows what I'm talking about. I wasn't that scared. I was like, and I was like, yeah, I'm Raul's brother. Because it's so tricky where you become identified with something. And I just think that as a body of believers, many times we've become identified with things that we were never meant to be identified with. We've become, uh, we, our identity is wrapped on something that we were never meant to be in the first place. And now we say we are what we were never meant to be. Well, this is who I am. No, that's not who you are. You are who God says you are. This is not who you are. You think you have that attitude. You think you have that struggle with pornography. But that's not who you are. Let me tell you who you are. Let me tell you who you are. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. And I myself no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Watch this. And the real life I now have within this body is a result of my trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Did you see that? Like, did you, wait, it's not me who lives. That's why you can't easily get offended when you follow Jesus. Why? Because it's not, who, it's not you who living anyway. It's Christ living in me. The love I give you, let me tell you, if you want my love, my love will disappoint you. But if you want to be loved with an everlasting love, with an unconditional love, let the love of God that flows me love you. Because my love is not good for anybody. So God changes your identity gives you a new, cre a new he, he makes you a new creation. He, he changes you from the inside out. Uh, so oftentimes in religion, we've learned that if you wear the proper clothes and if you look the certain way and if you speak the right things and it's everything outward based. But what God does is that he changes you from the inside. And what you do is actually simply a result of what's on the inside. God transforms your life. Listen, I know that people could, could adapt to behavior modification. I know people can know how to say amen when it's time to say amen and come to church when it's time to say church. But it doesn't mean that God has changed you from the inside out. So I don't want to ever preach a message here that leads to behavior modification. I want to preach a message here that leads you to say, man, I need more of Jesus in my life. And as a result of having more of Jesus in my life, guess what? I will manifest every fruit that I need to manifest. Number three, sins are washed. I will rise means that I, I will repent. I identify with God and my sins are washed. Look what Acts chapter 22 verse 16 says. It says, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, have your sins washed away 
by calling on his name. Look what Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10 says. It says, our sins are washed away and we are made clean because Christ gave his body as a gift to God. He did this once, watch this, and for all time. Oh my God. Uh, if y'all knew that, that man, y'all would get excited right now. He said, I did this once and for all. What do you mean, my past sins or my present sins or my future sins? Listen, Jesus Christ died 2,000 years ago. That means all your sins are future sins from when he died. So when Jesus Christ died for your sins, it's not every single time you sin. It's once and for all. Jesus is not getting back on the cross to die for all your sins. He says, I've died for your sins. Your sins are forgotten forever. You don't, you come to God, God, I'm so sorry, I can't believe uh, 10 years ago, I, I, just, I just did this and I, I can't believe it. God says, huh? What? And you're trying to jog, you ever, you ever met that person that tries to jog your memory and you tell them you don't remember, but they keep, they keep persisting? Come on, you know. You know, like, you know from back, you know, they, she, they, they had the goatee, you know, like they had the backward. I'm like, yo, I don't remember. And you're like, come on. I'm like, dude, I don't remember. And I think that's God sometimes. God is like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? I don't remember. Oh, but you don't understand, God. Like, I, 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 I did something I shouldn't have done five years ago, and, and I and messed up when I shouldn't have. I, 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 I didn't go to church the way I... <laughs> God says, I don't remember. I don't remember your failures. I don't remember your sins. Because when you bring to me your sins, I don't see your sins. I see the cross of my son who died for you and paid the price for every single one of your sins. You think God is looking at you and God is looking at the perfect sacrifice of his son. That's why the Bible says, repent and be baptized. Be saved and be baptized because we're acknowledging that our sins are washed away forever our sins are washed and cleansed forever well, what about if I walk out here and yeah when you understand that your sins are washed forever you don't ask God for forgiveness you receive God's forgiveness and so when I've fallen short I say thank you God that you've forgiven me Thank you, God, that I'm, I'm forgiven. Thank you that your blood covers me and makes me white as snow. Isn't it interesting that the blood of Jesus Christ is red, but it makes you white as snow? And so, so many people I've had the privilege of, man, we've had such exciting moments here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship, and, and um, so many awesome people have been baptized here, and I just want to share some of those moments with you. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Danny. He's the quietest guy in this church, and... And we had the privilege a couple of years ago to baptize Danny Rosario. And today, Danny, hey, whoo. And, and y'all don't know, but that, 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 y'all don't know that he got baptized there, but he set up this baptism with Odin so that others can be baptized here. <laughs> y'all don't know about Reuben. Reuben was an atheist. He didn't even believe in God. And, 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 and I remember Reuben, and, and he gave his life to Jesus. And, and we held him down a, a little bit longer, about like four, like four or five seconds. So when he came in, he was like, uh, let me introduce you to someone else. My boy Kevin, we, we baptized Kevin. And, uh, and uh, you know, he paid me some money to put in a good word with Bianca. But um, um, Kevin now runs our sound system. 
and he came into the church here, here. He came to this house, to this auditorium, got baptized, got saved, and now serves in our ministry. Let me introduce to you Odin. Odin got baptized in 2014, and uh, we held him a little longer too. But ever since then, he gave his life to Jesus. Can you tell I'm getting better looking every year? I mean, I look messed up right there. But anyway, we're talking about Odin. And, uh, and today he, he leads, he's one of our leaders, and he leads the entire roadie team. Let me introduce you to another young man, this handsome young man right here, who, who, this guy's awesome, man. He got saved, and he got baptized, and he, this is, this is an anthem picture. This is like, I want to put this as my desktop wallpaper. I want to put this on my phone wallpaper. The best picture I've ever seen. Let me introduce you to another young man. His name, I don't know if you know him, his name is Frank Torado, and Frank Frank didn't know God and all. He, he knew of God, but he didn't have a relationship with God. And I remember running into him. You never know when God will use you, so you always got to be on. Let me tell you, I was, I was outside of Chuck E. Cheese, and he was, I think, going to the gym or to the DMV, one of them. And I remember just running into him, and I said, I, I, he, we, were talk, we were catching up. We used to work together. And he said, where? He says, I just, I feel like I got everything I have, but I still feel like something's missing. I still don't feel like, I still feel empty inside. I still feel like I have it all, but I feel like I have nothing because I don't have Jesus. And guess what? He showed up on a Sunday, and my man showed up like this. He showed up the, se the second Sunday, and he showed up like this. He showed up the third day, the third Sunday, and he showed up with a couple of people, and he was like this. By the fourth Sunday, he was like this. <laughs> By the fifth Sunday, he was like this. Hallelujah. By the sixth Sunday, he was up here. Come on, can we give God a praise for what he's doing? And I could say, I, I could say so many stories, Daisy. John, Miriam, so many people that came to Kuhau and were baptized and transformed by the blood of Jesus Christ and through the power of his Holy Spirit. And today doesn't change. More people will be baptized. More people will be transformed by the blood of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. If you believe that in this place, I dare you to give God a praise in this house. As the worship team comes up. E, eternal security. You're eternally secure. What does that mean? That your eternal destination is secure in Christ Jesus. Not because of what you've done, but because of what he's done. And Titus chapter 3 verse 4 says this. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. Watch this. Not because of our, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, he washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of his grace, he declared us righteous and gave us confident, confidence that we will inherit eternal life. Listen, you don't have to be waking up, am I gonna, am I, what is going to happen to me if I die? Listen, when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, your eternal destination is secure. The Bible says, Jesus says, those that have been placed in my hands, no one can pluck out. Not even yourself. 
You ever try to get out of the hands of God? He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, where you going? Uh-uh-uh. You know, there's some things that I, I can't get away with that other people get away with. Because God is like, uh-uh-uh, that's not for you. Uh-uh-uh, that's not for you. And I thank God because our eternal security lies in the complete finished work of Jesus Christ. All you have to do is receive it. God says, I have given you a gift. And you too can rise today. You repent, you identify with him, your sins are washed, and your eternal destination is secure forever. And God wants you to spend eternity with him. Did you know that? And that your eternal life begins actually when you place your faith in Jesus. When you place your faith in Jesus Christ, the Bible says this is eternal life, that they know the Son of God, they, they know the Father and the one whom He sent. This is eternal life. In other words, the moment you place your faith in Jesus, your eternal life has begun. And when you die, you're not actually dying, you're just simply crossing the bridge over to eternity. You know, this last couple of days has been an extremely difficult time in my wife and I's life. Her brother on Friday passed on to be with the Lord. We can rest assured, you know, in those moments that you're, you're staring death in the face and it becomes, it becomes so sobering and so like, wow, this is real. <laughs> One day we're looking at him and he's alive and he's talking. The next day he's not doing some well. The next day we see him and he's, there's no longer breath in his lungs. But the beautiful thing is that in those moments, of speaking to him and praying for him. Angel Alfonso said, I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe that he died for me and rose again from the grave. And I believe that I am a new creation. I don't know about you today. Maybe you're not in a deathbed. But maybe your soul needs to declare that before God more than ever. God wants you to rise. He wants you to rise up over your circumstance. He wants you to rise up off the ordinary and the mediocre. God wants you to rise over your sin. God wants you to rise and meet him. God wants you to rise so that your sins will be washed away, so that your eternal destination will be secure. And God says, are you willing to receive my free gift? Because no matter how free the gift is, the gift cannot be opened unless it's received by the recipient. And so God is asking you today, are you willing to open up the gift of my salvation? Are you willing to open up the gift of freedom? Are you willing? Listen, some of us have come here and we just like, I, I just want to take it easy. I just want to, and I understand, I, I, I want to respect you for that. But I also wouldn't be a faithful shepherd and a faithful pastor if I wasn't guiding you towards the direction that God wants you to walk into. So in a few moments, I'm going to make a call and we're going to make a call for baptism and salvation. And in a few moments, people are going to rise up on their feet. And, and listen, maybe you didn't come here to get baptized, but can I challenge you today that if you haven't been baptized, can I challenge you? Hear me, hear me. So... If we could take this 
we can take this pulpit, Odin. If you haven't been baptized and you've placed your faith in Jesus, God, God says, I want you to put on the ring. I, I want you to put on the ring. I, I don't want you to be ashamed of what I've done in your life. I, I don't want you to be married and, and walk like you're single. I, I want you to put on the ring, and that's what marriage, uh, that's what baptism is. It's you putting on the wedding band. And say, I'm not ashamed to tell people that I, well, Pastor Roe, I don't got clothes. Well, we got clothes for you. I don't got pants. Well, we got shorts. I don't got a shirt. Well, we got t-shirts. I don't got a towel. Well, we got towels too. Don't let anything inhibit you from taking that. Maybe you didn't come. Maybe, oh, my God, I got to go, and I got, I got dinner plans, and I got to, uh, oh, my family's not here. Hey, we got video for you. We'll record it. We'll put it in a nice package, and we'll send it to your family member. Because, listen, as much as we want to share that with our family, baptism is a personal declaration. It's a personal decision. I remember one of our spontaneous baptisms was Melinda. She didn't come to get baptized. She just attended service. And let me tell you, we weren't even prepared at that moment, but, well, we thought we were, but we weren't. <laughs> and we grabbed some shorts in somebody's trunk. Thank you, Charlie. We had a t-shirt. <laughs> and Melinda knew she had to do it. And maybe her family wasn't there to see her get baptized, but we had video and... She made that personal decision to get baptized. But today, her fiance is getting baptized. Listen, I'm just letting you know, I'm just letting you know that, that what if God set it up for you today to, for you to say, I'm not going to let anything hinder me. I'm not going to let anything distract me. I'm not going to put these excuses and say, well, I can't. Well, I don't know. Well, I've been baptized already. If you've been baptized already, you don't need to be baptized again. But let me tell you something. If all you did was get wet and you knew nothing happened on the inside, and then right now you know something happened on the inside, I want to encourage you, you need to get baptized. Please, I don't want you to think this is like, I'm not, I don't want to pressure anyone I don't want to force anyone to get baptized, but I do want to motivate you and encourage you to follow in what God wants for your life. So I'm going to count to three, and at the count of three, if that's you, listen, listen to me. We got clothes ready for you. We have towels ready for you. We have a changing room prepared for you. If that's you, at the count of three, I'm going to ask, first of all, I'm going to ask everybody right now to stand up on their feet. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.